0: Hey guys, welcome to late night live. I am Mike. I'm back. You've had Massey for the past couple of weeks. Now it's me tonight. Uh, You'll notice the title. um, What's it all worth. And this was something that's a little bit personal to me and I I wanted to get into something a little bit more personal because I think it's important for you guys to know kind of what's behind the curtain. uh, What goes on how we feel. And I was having this conversation with Massey one night, and, and I know he's gone through this as well. It's this feeling of that, what's it worth? Why why do what you do? Um, comfort's a beautiful thing. And I've had that thought and that inkling, that, that feeling, waking up sometimes of being like, man, it, there's just so much going on, and what can I really do? So... Wouldn't it be better for me to just be quiet, be peaceful, go to work, come home, be with my family, and allow things to do what they're going to do? And a lot of times we tell ourselves that because it's like, well, what can I really do? I can't really make a difference. So, therefore, it's just better to enjoy the safety and the comfort. And I want to say what all is going on because I've got those moments, and I'm sure you've had these moments of where it just feels like it's overwhelming. And it feels like it's just compressing you down. Um, we've had the pandemic, we've had riots, we've had PC and social justice culture run amok. There seems to be a never ending stream of progressive politicians um, who never cease being elected in eroding away our fundamental system, right? It's that game of inches, it's, it's, it's death by a thousand cuts. The, the rise of our enemies, the swallowing up the world of the world by China, uh, doxing and danger of being a voice during these times. Uh, this includes cancel culture, and there's times where I sit at home, and I think about all of this stuff, and I think about the danger of even speaking up, and I think about the danger and and the risk of saying your piece because there's so many news stories of people who they get doxed or they get death threats, or they have people showing up to their door purely because they show a differing opinion. Um, Colin Noir, I don't know if you know him or not. He's a black guy, he's a gun rights activist, and just real Second Amendment proponent. And he was on a podcast, and it was kind of an aside, but he talked about how he'll refuse to use his last name. Nobody in the public eye knows his last name. And he said, because he gets death threats. And mind you, the guy is completely normal and completely level headed on how he approaches things. And he's extremely level headed on just the fact that, you know, responsible gun ownership and, hey, there's a Second Amendment that protects gun rights, and that's it. Yet he still gets death threats. He still gets crazy people, which, why would you threaten a gun rights guy? Like, probably not the person you want to mess with but there's there are so many people who are willing to go crazy over such minimal stuff and i think about what we do and i think about the opinions that we have and there will come that point where it starts gaining traction to where we start getting more in line of the threats as well as getting shut down by uh, businesses and corporations. The the CEO of Gab just came out and said that not only did he, uh, did his business get frozen in terms of Visa and their credit card processing, but his name and his address were also blacklisted. So it didn't matter if he stepped down as CEO, he would still be blacklisted even if he tried to open a lemonade stand. His wife can't open a business and do merchant processing. And Visa goes as far as contacting any new merchant processing company that he signs up with and saying he is blacklisted and therefore they can't do business with him. It's so you look at all of it and you go, what's it all worth? Why bother? Um, And on the other side of it, you get a lot of people who say, well, I've got my freedom. I've got my liberty, I've got my comfort. You know, things are good. Yeah, they're they're taking it a little bit, but, you know, this this there it, it's all the same. It'll always be the same. Let me just enjoy my life. And I'll admit I get that thought sometimes of I just want to enjoy my life. Now there's something deeper in me that that yearns to continue this fight. And I think I've understood what it is. Um, I want to read you a couple of quotes. And these are from the founding fathers and gives a real testament to why they did what they did. So John Adams said, Liberty must at all hazards be supported. We have a right to it derived from our maker. But if we had not, our fathers have earned and bought it for us at the expense of their ease, their estates, their pleasure and their blood. And what I love about that is the fact that these are men who were sacrificing their ease, their estates, their pleasure, and their blood for others, not not necessarily themselves, but for their children. Patrick Henry said, Is life so dear or peaceful or sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. John Adams said, But a constitution of government once changed from freedom, freedom can never be restored. Liberty once lost is lost forever. And I think that is why I fight. And that's why I can't sit back and just be comfortable, why I have to say something, why I, I have to look for other avenues is because I know once that freedom is gone, we can't get it back. And when you think about being comfortable and sitting in safety, the problem is, You only have it for so long. And what ends up happening is you lose it because you didn't fight for it. So I would rather have the safety and the liberty, but continue to fight for it and willingly um, put it on the altar in order to be able to fight to retain it. There's something there that we need to really contemplate on that. There's something significant about being able to give up something so that you can regain it. Now, if you're not hearing the biblical tones in that, then then we can have a great conversation about that because there's so much symbolism in that idea. Uh, Witherspoon, there is not a single instance in history in which civil liberty was lost and religious liberty preserved entire. If, therefore, we yield up our temporal property, we at the same time deliver the conscience into bondage. So it's not just your property. It will be your conscience. You will be forced into bondage. That's why we do what we do because you can be safe for a little time, but at some point you will be forced into slavery of the conscience. The establishment of civil and religious liberty was the motive which induced me to the field. The object is attained. And now it remains to be my earnest wish and prayer that the citizens of the United States could make a wise and virtuous use of the blessings placed before them. That was George Washington. Notice what he said, the establishment of civil and religious Liberty, establishing civil and religious Liberty was the motive, which induced me to the field. Okay. War. He was induced to war in order to establish civil and religious liberty. Then he says, the object is attained. We've got it. We want it. Now it remains to be my earnest wish and prayer that the citizens could make a wise and virtuous use of the blessing placed before them, which doesn't come passively. There's an activity to that that we need to be a part of. Edmund Burke, the people never give up their liberties, but under some delusion. You will never hear, well, we just feel like taking up your liberties. You will always hear a great excuse as to why you should give up your liberties just for a little while, just for this time. We'll give them back. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We need you safe. We need you protected. This is a crisis we're dealing with. This is an issue we've never seen before. This is a pandemic. The problem is that when it sounds reasonable, we're convinced, yeah, I'd rather be a little bit safer, so I'll just go along with that and give up my liberty. But people don't give up their liberty if somebody just says, hey, can you give me your rights? Can you give me your liberties? There has to be a delusion. That's why we stand so firm and why we look crazy at times, because what people think you're doing is saying... My liberties, but what you're really saying is no, this is a delusion and a useful crisis that will take my liberties that you won't return in full measure. They will never be returned to you in full measure. James Madison, liberty and order will never be perfectly safe until a trespass on the constitutional provision for either shall be felt with the same keenness that resents an invasion of the dearest rights, until every citizen shall be an Argus to Espy an Aegon to avenge the unhallowed deed, a.k.a. until the people are so vehemently opposed to the trespassing against their constitutional rights that nothing can happen, that they're so defensive over their constitutional rights that no one can make a squeak against the Constitution without the citizens rising up we're not there. We're nowhere close to there. So we have to be vigilant. We have to be active. We have to be as defending of the liberties as we possibly can. Jefferson, timid men prefer the calm of despotism to the boisterous sea of liberty. Isn't that funny? Calm, safety, protection, security, it's timid men, which then when you have a society full of timid men, what they end up doing is they end up saying, well, I, I'd rather have the calm despotism because at least then I'm safe. And so the courageous men say, no, give me the boisterous sea of liberty. Give me something that I can ride, something that has risk to it, but still gives me the freedoms that that have been given to me by God. There's a difference between timidity and cor- courage. A timid man will sit and hope that maybe things will turn out. A courageous man knows to step up and do what he needs to do and what he can. And it might not be much, but at least it's something. Thomas Paine or sorry, Thomas Jefferson, we're not to expect to be translated from despotism to liberty in a feather bed. Think about that. Can you somehow be translated from despotism to liberty while laying in bed, sitting on the couch? Somebody else will do it. Yeah, I I saw a story of veterans who are defending a Veterans Memorial. And there are militias that are starting to defend statues and monuments. Those are people who have had enough. And they're starting to stand up. And I think a lot – I try to relate things back to other times. So I think a lot about the, the revolution. I think about the war for independence. And what was it like being in that day? Like, Could you imagine sitting in a pub with several of your close confidants, your your business partners, your political adversaries even, and discussing and saying, we have to upend the system? This system no longer works for us. This system is oppressing us in the truest sense. Could you imagine doing that? Could you imagine actually, and I'm not calling for this, but could you imagine actually having to take up arms against your ruling government? That, the, that's an energy, a, a courage, a passion That is different from what we see in most people today. And the question is, when is it justified? When is it not? But a courageous man will decide when it's justified. A timid man will always tell himself it's not justified. Thomas Paine, those who expect to reap the blessings of freedom must, like men, undergo the fatigues of supporting it. And this gets back to what I was talking about. Why bother? Because it takes energy, it takes expression, it takes a push to continue that fight, to keep going. So I say this, I say all this to encourage you guys that when you have that moment of what can I do? It's overwhelming. There's too much. They're they're winning on every front. We have the Lord. And. I know that sounds like a catch-all. I know it sounds like something that's kind of cliche, but it really is true. Because if you ever notice, the Lord never won with a majority. Man, he would go out of his way to win with a minority. And what he was actually looking for were faithful and righteous men who had courage to stand up. And part of courage is faith. You have faith in the Lord, and therefore you step out in courage. We can step out with the Lord. We can go there. We can make our voices heard. We can do the actions that God has called us to do because we have faith in who he is and we have faith in what he can do. And dang it, the Lord loves liberty. You can't show me anywhere in the Bible where the Lord loves oppression, where he loves slavery, where he loves tyrannical despotism governments run amok I mean free will was the gift given to Adam and Eve it was their fault they they misused it but he gave free will which means he gave the essence of liberty the foundation of it you can walk forward with him and you can fight and maybe it's as simple as talking into an iPhone at 1030 at night on a Thursday. When your bed is calling. Maybe that's what you, you do right now. Maybe you've got more in you. Maybe there are other things that you see are, are reasonable and, and reachable at this moment for you. But know that our founding fathers gave up everything and were willing to sacrifice everything for this ideal that they had of a virtuous and liberty-minded land. They wanted to be a shining light on a hill. And they're willing to give up their lives for it. And I guess my question to you is, is the safety and the comfort worth it to see it all go down in flames? Were you willing To give up a little bit of that safety and comfort? Are you willing to take a little bit of risk to help preserve the liberty that was fought so dearly for you? So I'm gonna end it here. I hope you guys got something out of that because thinking back to the founders is what keeps me going. So if you ever feel overwhelmed with all of this stuff, A, get a hold of us. You can share, you can like, you can comment, right? You can reach out on Facebook, send us messages, let us know how you're feeling, what you're thinking, where you're at. Um, But remember, there are other people who are fighting. There are other people who are moving forward and you can do it too. So with that, I want you guys to know I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our Facebook, check out our YouTube, go to our website, truth.com. Help support us. Do what you need to do. Something. And if you need an idea of what you can do, start praying. See where the Lord wants to take you. My prayer is that the Lord would open the doors for me to do more. This is, I want more, right? Too small right now. But it's in His timing. So with that being said, I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great night. And remember don't stay in your feather bed because you'll end up losing your freedom that you thought you were retaining. All right. Have a great night. Love you guys.